Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the 60 Minute Meal podcast. And I am your moderator, just a guy from 215, with my team of co hosts, Nandy B, Sammy Sam from Trinbago, and Mikey D out there on the West Coast. But I'm also privileged to have my fluid panel of intellectuals. I see you. Go ahead and get situated. Quit looking at me. I hear you. I hear you. Let's get ready to make a feast of this. All our listeners, let's go. Have a seat. Get situated. Let's nibble on this. Let's do it. Let's go. Welcome back to the table of the 60-Minute Meal Podcast. Welcome back. Here we are again, family. And it's so good to break bread with you all. It's so good. But as we've done these last two episodes, let's do a attitude gratitude check at the table. So I'm going to start with you, Sammy Sam. What are you grateful for today coming off the weekend? Well, today it may seem petty, but I had an MRI scheduled today and I was able to get through it at this new place. Even though I still had a little bit of issue, but I was able to get through it. Only one time they said, you need to stop moving. And I have film to go to my neurologist. So to me, that's a good day for me. Okay. Hey, hey. Great job. Great job getting through and pressing through and pushing through that appointment today. All Thank right, you. Sammy. You're welcome. You're welcome. Nandy B, what are you grateful for today? Don't get long with it on Okay, well, I have well, I, over the weekend I did. I walked over the weekend. Usually, I'm someone's taking me places, right. and the weather was so wonderful and good to me. Spirit said, "Let's walk." So I walked a mile. Oh wow! Okay, and let me tell you something. I was exhausted, <laughs> mm-hmm. and when I came back home, I just had to pass out. But I'm so grateful and thankful that I got up this morning and I did another walk. All right. But now. not a mile, but okay. something that I haven't been doing. I'm walking. That's it. Okay. I'm grateful hey. I still have mobility. Yes. Hey, uh, great job. Goal crushing. Great job. Goal crushing. Two days now. Very good. Very good. Mikey D. Mikey D. What say you? What are you grateful for, young fella? Well, yesterday I had a good day. My church, we, we do this, we do shoe box, right? Where we get, we buy a bunch of different presents and stuff for children all over the country and overseas and stuff, uh, less fortunate people. And we did a shoe box thing yesterday where we gift wrapped it. Then we put a lot of different stuff in shoe boxes for kids two to four, five to nine and 10 to 14 years old. We had three sections. And so we did that for about two hours yesterday. And that that, that was gratifying. Okay, great job, man. Giving back, giving back, bro. Yeah. Appreciate that. I give you a golf clap, golf clap. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Patricia, attitude, gratitude check. What are you grateful for coming off that weekend, young lady? I am very grateful for ease. I'm grateful for having healing hands and uh, for being trusted with others' health or like mental or physical emotions. I had my niece over yesterday who wasn't feeling very well, but left my sight feeling amazing. So it's always uh, rejuvenating and invigorating to see how others feel after, you know, encountering some loving and finally tackling my hoarding. I have a bad tendency of keeping unnecessary items and I finally am tackling it without a worry or concern or anxiety. So ease has been the theme for the weekend and the week and I'm grateful for it. Very good. Very good. Look at you doing some housekeeping literally and doing some housekeeping personally yeah. i like that patricia i like that hey i give you a golf clap okay. sugar ray 
Yes, brother. What are you grateful for coming off that weekend? You know, I'm grateful for the little things that I have. You know, the things that we look past and forget to appreciate. You know, like a good conversation with a long-time friend that I had today, you know, that made me realize some things about myself. And the little bit of growth that I have experienced in my life. So I'm just grateful for somebody bringing something to my attention today that I had long forgot. Okay. All righty, man. Hey, that's good. That's good. It's my goal. Okay. I am grateful for a litany of things, but I'm going to just point out two. Number one, got an opportunity to spend some time with my second cousin over the weekend and enjoyed the Eagles and the uh, Washington Commanders game. We came out victorious, as well as I copped me a new self-help book. And that book is Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And um, it's by uh, who? Uh, John Gray, Dr. John Gray. Because I am, I am just, I'm destined that before I leave this earth, I'm going to have a better understanding of myself as well as females who I encounter, whether platonically, family-wise, situationally, or intently, more romantically. So I, I definitely, I, I owe that to myself. Say what, Sammy? No question. Isn't that one an oldie but a goodie? Yeah, it's just an oldie but a goodie. I've never read this book before. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna do all I can to finish it before this year is out, because I'm just on this quest to learn more about me and more about women, more about people. Period. Because I can't allow my own experiences to just be the only definition that I use. I need to use what I've experienced as well as what I've learned, and really put put nomenclature to action. That's what I have to do. I can't just be like, well, everybody's that way. Well, all men are this way. Well, all women are that way. No, no, no. There's levels to this. And Paul, don't be naive and don't be, don't be dumb. It's okay to be stupid, but don't be dumb, man. Learn, apply, as opposed to just figure it out on my own without anything literature-wise to help me really break down what am I experiencing and what does this really say? So, you know, because anytime you read a dictionary to get what? To get high diction, why not read literature to get high diction and emotions, to get high diction and emotional growth, emotional intelligence. So that's that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to get some high diction on that level. But anyway, let's move on. I have a sweet tooth this evening. So we're going to go to dessert, straight to dessert. Y'all ready? Yes. Okay. Roll it. Relationships are nothing more than life-size mirrors of who we are. Who would disagree with that? Explain that. Okay. A relationship is a mirror of who you are, meaning you, this is, you like to do things on this level. So you seek relationships with people who want to do those same things on that level. Okay. I, I get that. I, I, I get what you're saying on that. Okay. And, and like, I like riding motorcycles. So a lot of the guys that I be around, you know, that's the one thing in, that we bond over, you know, getting out on the road. And, you know, it, it's no better feeling than that to me, you know, going from gas station to gas station with no specific spot in mind so i get you know when like-minded people come together it becomes a good thing but on the flip side of that coin there's those that you know that don't agree with the lifestyle you know and right. make it more than what it is okay 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 cool so situationships, friendships, relationships, however mild or spicy they are, 
what are some signs that it's time to end this situationship, friendship, relationship? I think when your core values are are diametrically opposite, I don't think it it lends toward a long-lasting relationship. For example, let's say you, whatever a deal breaker for you, let, most people, honesty is a big thing. For myself, it is. So right. if I'm involved, if if somebody, people make mistakes, they, 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 but if, if I identify something to you and then you want to give me 87 different reasons why it's not factual instead of just coming clean with it, I can say, okay, well, if that's a, if that becomes habitual, then that, that becomes something that I, I'm not able to be tolerant of. So okay. I think that when, when, for me, honesty is a, is a major component for me in life. And if I can't be with somebody who I can't trust. Okay. Okay. Sugar Ray. Me is when neither one of us are happy anymore. Okay. When, you know, when we're at that point where I guess, you know, you don't like the person that you see, you know, and it's like, why make each other miserable? You know, like, you know, I'm holding you back from your growth. You hold me back from my growth. So maybe it's best for us to just part ways and it don't have to be a bad thing, you know, but a lot of people make it ugly instead of just going with the times, you know? Right. Okay. Nandy B. I think that all, I'm sorry to cut in. I think, Mm -hmm. I don't disagree with what you just said. I think there's a decent way of going about that though. I think you can sever ties and and end in a adult humane manner. Yeah. Yes. But you got to remember one thing that a lot of people aren't respectful. You, you understand what I'm saying? Where a person, you know, an adult person could be like, you know, this is not working. So I'm going to go ahead and you go ahead and we going to go our separate ways and no hard feelings. We gave it a try. It didn't work. And, you know, you do that. But instead it's, oh, well, you just going to leave me and I got feelings for you. And, it's uh, you know, you try to do everything respectful, but it's the other end. Like, you know, so many people are so hurt and have so much hate in their heart that they can't even let you go because they don't want to see you grow. Right. Yeah. Well, what's that saying? Um, hurt people, hurt people, hurt people. and heart people, heart people help people. You know, but I'm coming to you, Nandy B. What are some signs that it's time to end this, whatever this is? I think when you're not, when neither are in it to win it by your behavior, your attitude, your disposition, your lack of of concern about each other, and that you pass each other like two ships passing in the night is nothing. When you know there's an emptiness and there is no room after you have tried all you can and there is no change, it's time to leave. Okay, okay, all righty. Patricia, what say you? Situationship, friendships, relationships, no matter how spicy or mild, what are some signs that this is time to put the chairs in the wagon How do we get to the end, right? I think more so, you said, whatever it may be, things may take time. And if it's worth it, I mean, we may not always like each other. I don't think I'm going to be liked in any type of relationship 100% of the time. I think opposition is good for growth. Um, So for me, I'm I'm trying to find context in what is exactly, you know, the question, because um, sometimes you just need to let things blow over. Sometimes you just need to be able to be quiet with someone. I don't know if it's, this is, you know, somebody's going through something. I don't feel like when somebody I love 
is it sitting in the dark? Do I, you know, just be like, well, you're not ready. I'm hype and I'm, you know, ready to live life and your depression is getting in the way. What are we really discussing? So in order for me to give you a better answer, because of course, when you are in, you know, in a situation where you're not happy and, and this has already run its course, like let's say, you know, you're not looking to learn this person or wait for them to actually make the change or the shift of whatever you guys, you know, want then you're ready to leave. I'm thinking, you know, what is it exactly you're asking? Is it, you know, that you're just willing to turn your back on anybody that isn't 100% all the time, what you expect them to be. I'm, I'm not so easily. um, Right. So to walk away from someone that I want to grow with, if I find that there's things that we should discuss or patience, you know, so like it's depending on what is really happening and, and, you know, even if it's something that's um, that's been discussed, uh, I guess you know, it, it, the situation varies. On right, who right, right. We I'm dismiss. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you because this dessert is just strictly. Hey, you know, we're looking at just relationships, friendships. We know that they mirror who we are, and when those situationships, friendships, whatever, what are signs that tell you that you know what? this is probably the moment we need to go ahead and call it a day. So for me, when you become, when, when you or them become a low priority, when you or them begin to put in low effort, yes. when you or them begin to not connect like you used to, then chances are we probably need to just give each other a high five and call it a day. You know what I'm saying? When you are giving more than what you take, oftentimes we feel like, you know what, this is like, like for me, right? I've been on the left and right side of some very one-sided relationships, whether it's work-related, platonic, romantic, and I've stayed too long due to not wanting to be the villain. And I'm looking for my cue. I'm looking for my exit. But to me, it takes bravery and it takes an act of courage to walk away when the very thing that you are delved into no longer serves your purpose. So for me, oh, sorry. Uh, for me, if I, it's someone I'm getting to know and I don't have invested a lot of my you know self in it and I'm not going to feel depleted walking away then it's easier for me to end something you know abruptly but when it comes to friends family and maybe you know um those type of relationships have been in my life for so long that I think I've been able to accept when we're not always in the same wave and you know we go dermin and then come back when when things are better but now, as of late, I started to realize that some people are just never going to change, and and I'm making boundaries in those relationships. But that's learning that now, right? After right. years of succumbing to the acceptance of love, doesn't mean having to be in that person's life indefinitely and unconditionally. Correct. But people stay just because they're comfortable in the situation. Yeah, and, comfort is a lot. Yeah, it's not like the situation is growing and they're not going anywhere. They just good where they at and it's mm-hmm. like it's stagnant and don't want to move forward and it's like all right well this is the best i can do and i'm gonna just stick with what i got you know mm-hmm. instead i'm gonna go out here and put my uh hat back in the ring and, and try to go at it one more again you know right but put put a pin in that ray because you you are you ahead of me right now you are ahead of me right now Sammy, Sam, anything you want to add before I get into the appetizers? Yeah, I feel it's it's about you. Everyone has gotten you. You've gotten when a, when you when your relationship is stagnant, when the relationship isn't growing. You know. You know, at those times, that's when you need to start asking questions. If you are in a good relationship, the relationship is going to change over time. You know, but if that relationship is just getting, we're still stuck here. We haven't moved from here. We're, you know, and nothing has gotten, you know, nothing has become fresh to keep the relationship feeling like it's a relationship that has gone through, you know, different, you know, different, you know, imaginations of what a relationship could be. 
you know, once your relationship gets stagnant, you know, it, that that's a problem. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that. Okay. Let's go it, to the appetite. Can I ask a question? Sure. Sure. Ask away. Is stagnation the same as contentment? No. 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 I think that's two no. different things. Two different definitions. That's a good question. That's a good question, Mikey D. Yes, it is. It, it, Go ahead. I'm sorry. It's two ways to look at it. You know, like it can mirror each other, but not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, stagnation is like we don't know which way to go. You know, it's like I have an idea on which way I want to go, and you have an idea which way you want to go. And neither one of us is willing to compromise to get there. You understand what I'm saying? Or if we are moving, we're not moving together. Exactly. We we traveling two separate roads. Okay. 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 Stephanie, I'm coming to you with the beginning of this appetizer. So get ready. Everybody grab your small plates because here we go. What is something you should not say to your partner? I know you want to say it to your partner. But what is something that you should not say to your partner? Come to me, Stephanie, what you got? Okay. I think the very thing that you know is going to set your partner off or hurt them or cause a big, a bigger fight to make it get where, you know, you want to leave or whatever. Yeah. Okay. okay. So I'm, I'm going to put my fork in this one. The one thing, one, one of the things you should not say to your partner is what's wrong with you? Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> Especially okay. if you, if you want some furniture moving, if you want the climate to change in your house, if you want your food to not be edible, and if you want to have to look over your shoulder 24 seven, use that phrase. Exactly. And oh. you definitely have just upset the apple cart. Oh, I am the king of saying all the wrong stuff. And <laughs> another thing you should never say, oh, uh, trust me, I am the king. I wear the crown heavy. Listen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> or I think comparing somebody else to somebody else. That was That's going to be it right there. Okay. You know, your name used to do it like this. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, don't open up don't can of worms boy yeah, don't you know, do my it. mama used to make the beans like this <laughs> mm -hmm. you know you know how you put your 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 your, your meat put your mashed potatoes on top no i like my she used to do it like this oh Ooh. right yeah you, yeah you yeah. asking for it you asking yeah. for it same thing with same thing with my phraseology of what's wrong with you because mm -hmm. Who wants to be asked that question? Because the natural retort is, no, no, no. What's wrong with you? Uh -huh. <laughs> and now it's a standoff. And now it's World War Three. And good luck living through that. Good luck surviving that. Because I do believe that's the napalm bomb right there. That one. Oh. And I should. Now that one gets you in a lot of trouble, too. I think you should do this. Oh, Lord. You, <laughs> oh, you trying to be my daddy now? No, no, that's not what <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's a uphill battle, no doubt. Nandy B, what say you? What is something you should not say to your partner, even though you want to say it, but you just can't do it? I think I would not want to accuse him of anything unless I had facts. And we as women, we move on emotion, not facts. Whatever comes to our mind, oh, we think they are doing everything. And sometimes it's not good to, to let your emotions be your conversation, expressing yourself to your partner. Should okay. stay calm. Accusing is, is, is bad. And that's what half of these relationships are People are accusing partners 
to doing things they're not doing. Mm. Got you, got you. Yes, being accusatory, I mean, I think it definitely, it's a verbal slap in the face. Yes, yes. It is, you know what I mean? And you're going to end up triggering some things with your partner that you may have never seen before. Yes. But you're going <laughs> to see them today when you begin to utter those words. Mm -hmm. You know, it's crazy because like a lot of the guys <clears throat> that I know, after they get off of work, you know, they come sit outside and, you know, drink their beer and had a little, you know, after work breaks. Mm -hmm. Some of the guys you got here, like, this is their daily routine. They've been doing this their whole lives, you know. So then it's a problem. Well, you ain't out there with new guys all that time. How? <laughs> hey, why I got to be that? Now, I don't say nothing when you go out with your girlfriends and, you know, go do you. But when I want to hang out with the fellas, I'm cheating. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Patricia, what say you, my dear? Oh, it all depends. I think um, we tend to do the most and, and words get us out of, you know, our character easily. Um, so it's, it's, it's different for every person. I am one to go silent. I think a lot of the people in my life uh, have been upset over the fact that when I have no words to share, I'll just, I'll go radio silent. I won't have even words to, to hurt anyone. I think the silence itself is deafening, but um, we all know the triggers of a loved one, whether it be a friend, a coworker, a lover. And I think, you know, when we are low, we shouldn't go lower than the people that we love or have loved. So words are, are scars that we all carry deeply. So it's kind of, you know, one of those things that as I was, you know, growing up and finding out what love was, uh, arguments became very vile and toxic because we do go venom when we're not getting what we want or hearing what we want to hear. And as funny as it is today, I kind of uh, wish I would have never uh, used those things to, those tactics to hurt another. Because till this day, we still hear words from people from our past that may not be here today. Right. But boy, those words were sharp, you know? Right. Right. I don't know exactly, you know, if it's comparison or, you know, making someone feel mediocre or, you know, emasculate them, but definitely let's stay away from them as much as we possibly can. Agreed. I agree. Mikey D, what say you, young fella? I think you have to know your partner's love language so that if you know your partner's love language, when you want to make them feel good, you use that. And when you want to not make them feel good, you use things that are contradictory to their love language. So I don't think there's any specific buzz thing, but knowing your partner, you know what, what the trigger points are. Hmm. Yes. Okay. 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 I, I like that. I like that. I do. I do. I, I just feel that when you go napalm like that, it's a judgmental posture. It's a verbal slap and it triggers pain. Because think, chance... about, a, think about a fight, right? Mm -hmm. When most when most people are in a fight, what are they trying to do? Knock the other person out. They're trying to win, right? Win. Right. Win, yes. So, so now that's why I say it depends on your partner's love language because you know what where the body blows are, where the groin blows are, where the, the, the soft taps can go. So depending on what the goal is here is what 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 blows you throw. Right. Okay. Okay. So here's a here's a uh a fact today. Did you know that? people's toxic traits are usually the opposite of their love language. So if acts of service is your love language, then your toxic trait is not asking for help. And if quality time is your love language, then a, then um, isolation will be your toxic 
and the physical touch is your love language, then avoidance would be your toxic. And if yeah. gift giving is your love language, then impulsive shopping would be your toxic. And lastly, if words of affirmation were your love language, then going silent would be your toxic. Like so I said earlier, her silence. Why would why would silence be a toxic? <laughs> all the bad ones. Well, I don't know why. Like I say, mm -hmm. I'm I'm don't don't shoot the messenger, nor throw a shoe at me. I'm just providing the data. That's all. But oh my God, I feel cold out in yeah. so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> but, my, but I think that when you're quiet, <laughs> when you're quiet, you can kind of uh, dilute a situation. Because in, in the conversation, is, as, as in, conver in expressing yourself with whatever the conversation, if it's demeaning or, or whatever, if you're not giving it feedback, then eventually that fire will go out. No, but, but that's not necessarily no, 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 no. I feel like that's sometimes waiting it out and letting the flames go down. Because they maybe feel like they're being ignored. So that's not necessarily true. It may not be necessarily true to you, but I, if from my own experience, quietness has always been my way of not allowing the other person's negative energy to attack me mm -hmm. because when i'm quiet i'm in prayer within and i'm saying i don't know who this person talking to they ain't talking to me you okay. see you know what i see different strokes work for different folks yes yes my aunt what she would say um you would never know her and her husband were in a fight but literally they were in literally mortal combat with that quietness mm -hmm. right I, I went quiet one time and this woman broke my TV. That's so, <laughs> not for everybody. Damn, oh man. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it costs you oh more than you want to I remove myself though I, because I, my silence can quiet. be tricky. She wasn't I wouldn't want to have the voices within because we hold things dear. Like sticks and stones and break my bones, but words would never hurt me. That's <laughs> a lie. Words get so deep. Yes. You know, you would heal from an ass whooping, excuse my French, quicker <laughs> than you would from somebody telling you about yourself in a way that made you ashamed, that was derogatory, that built guilt. Like there's so much to these words that we just throw out when we're angry that sometimes just saying, I know that I want to respond, but if I could just let this die down for an hour or two or come back to this plate with a, you know, a level mind, you would eliminate so many scars that, you know, like I said, silence is not for everyone, especially if the tension in the room is like, finish him, let's fight, right. but no, get away right. and let right. this, you know, let this die down some. You see, but that's, that's different relationships because, you know, some people, sure. that works. Yeah, you but know? sometimes words cut to the soul. Like, it's just a simple one word. It could be just that one word. you like, ooh, I don't believe you just said that out your face to me. Like, ooh. It's, it's, that's it's, knowing your partner. And they come like from it. people you entrusted with your heart. And that's yes. why it sucks. Because right. the yeah. reason we're not good partners to other people is because somebody we trusted with our heart went ahead and played with it in a moment where they should have picked to be a bigger person and not use that exact you know way to hurt you, to penetrate you, to damage you. And that's why we don't trust people. No matter how much we say, you know, I trust this person with my heart, people turn in a second, you know? And, and we don't know when it happens and for the reason that it happens, but that's why we're so now so tentative on like, can I trust this person with my soul? Because somebody in the past you thought would not hurt you went ahead and said the most liest, detrimental, venomous words that till this day, could be years ago, right. resonate with you or in your cognitive play into your ego. And that's horrible. Yeah, Listen, I mean, go Jada ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Ray. Jada Kiss said, betrayal comes, hurts the most because it comes from somebody you love. And that line was so true. It is so it true. Is true. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Who but... you love have the most power to hurt you? Because you're vulnerable to them, you expose right. your your inner self to them. Right. Like I'm supposed to be able to cry in front of you. To the rest of this world, I should be stone faced. But when it comes to you, I should be able to be who I am. 
and mm-hmm. you take that and use that against me, like you are the, the lowest of low. Right, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When it's thick, everything hurts. Silence hurts, over talking hurts, talking hurts. It all hurts. So when it's thick, it all hurts. So I witnessed it myself. I truly witnessed it where I tried to stay calm and not be a prisoner of the moment and not say anything that will cross the line. But by me going mute, that was considered abusive because she wanted to engage and I was reluctant. So now I'm giving silent treatment. So now you're ignoring but I'm really just trying to stay poised. (laughs) You're ignoring. So I had to navigate that. That's where you have to know your partner's love language. That's where you have to know that person. Everything you said, I don't disagree with, but that's where knowing that person becomes so significant. I I understand knowing her love language, however, comma, it's about self-preservation. And, and, it, and, I, and I will say this, though. Sometimes you have to be the one to tell them, listen, I'm really trying to be, you know, stay, keep us in a zone where we don't get disrespectful or, I, you know, I don't say something that <laughs> we cannot come back from. So you don't need to give me a minute. Give me a minute. Let me cool down. And then we'll come back to this. That needs to be understood. Sammy, but if you're fighting while you're intoxicated, you're having a drink, or it's about a jealousy or something, sometimes we don't want to hear that. We want to be like, just walk it out. You know we want to fight it out. I mean, as a woman, I have had those type of, you know, let's just talk about it tomorrow. And rage inside will have me like picking at what is going to be the reason that we're going to fight more. I don't know. It's women and men when they're in that state are just so mentally ill with one another. Right, because emotions are right at the surface now. Right. And to me, that's the place that why you need to walk away. Because again, you know why? Because it's like when you say it, you can't unsay it. Exactly. But Sammy, but but remember, Sammy, remember, we can be inebriated, whether it's with libation or whether it's with emotion. So even if you are inebriated emotionally, I want to discuss it now. Well, I don't yeah. want to. Nah, you're going to get this heat. You're getting all 16 bullets in this clip. And that's when people be like, hey, you're not man enough because you were a coward. And then talk to me before you know it. We're like, oh my God, I just said everything to try, like, try to get a reaction. They shouldn't have been said. It's so bad. Talk about them words. You see, like, no matter what you do, no matter how you, no matter how much you try, it's, it's not just you. It's the other person too, because a person will press your button and, and know what is the press to get the And you no matter how hard you try to be like, you know what? I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it alone. I'm gonna leave it, I'm leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> and then it, but the more you trying to leave it alone, the more it's building up in you. True. Because why are you leaving? I'm taking the car keys. You're not going nowhere and taking the house keys. Because Isn't there's real situations like that. Isn't it for the person who, maybe not the one who's not drunk, maybe the one who's thinking the most rational to get yourself out of there before this thing goes sideways big time? Right. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. Uh, I would agree. If whoever can get to the point of resolve within themselves, they have to find a way to speak that into existence to keep the moment from sizzling over. Mm-hmm. Before it gets oh. to neighbors hearing people yelling, police being called, all of that, you know, right. somebody's got to be the one to say, you know, the I, bigger I person. Exactly. I don't think alcohol. So it, that's just ne- never something I've done. Right. You know, so everything with me is it, going to be on how do I preserve this, you know, to preserve my sanity, to preserve our life, to preserve you know, us in the community, because, right. you know, all this is like, 
you when police are calling all this nonsense, you know, you 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 know, somebody got to be the one thinking we need to bring this down. Right, I call that. I well, at this that. age, we shouldn't be getting to those points. I'm I'm referring to like the youth of me. Exactly. Like exactly. I've had those, but now at this age, nah, we're not making clowns of us. We're right. gonna sit this one out, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, so because at this age, at this stage and age, a man like me at 48, I'm all about not just not just a high level of emotional intelligence, but also a high level of emotional maturity. Mm-hmm. Because right. you can have intelligence, but not have the no maturity. maturity. That's right. So I'm all about being emotionally mature, and I'm gonna let you do whatever you do. But I'm gonna remove myself, and I will be the bad guy. You can call See, me not man enough. To... You you can do all that, but I'm I'm gonna walk away and and live to fight another day. But go ahead, Patricia. What you got? That's then, then this is where we go to how fast do you separate for somebody that puts you in the situation. So back to, to the topic, if I find myself in the situation now in this old age and this grand age dealing with someone that that's how I feel when I'm around them, that they don't have control of their emotions or themselves or how I can be around them without perceiving, you know, whatever negative thought, then those are the people that we are definitely cutting it off immediately. You know, because those are people that are showing you that you're not safe around them if you're beginning to already see these patterns in their character traits. So for me, that's somebody, like you said, if we can't vibe out without you having a tantrum and being able to, you know, speak your words eloquently, that there's no reason for us to even discuss, you know, future encounters, friendships, or dialogue. See, so this is what you learn as you evolve and get older Mm -hmm. and have dealt with some relationships. You realize, you know what? I see where this is going, and this is not where I'm trying to be. So I either I, you know, for us to not maybe it's me and you that don't belong together, or it's just maybe we're having a disagreement, and we need to, I need to step away. So if I want to save this re- relationship where I could come back, you know, when cool let cooler heads prevail, you know, and see if we can work this out as two mature adults should. Right, right. Okay. And then in my culture, there's people my age that wouldn't have it any other way because if there's no drama, then it's, there's no fire. They don't right. feel like they're really experiencing life, right? Because the Caribbean people need spicy love. And and I'm like, but we're old. And they're like, nah, if she's not keying my car, you know, slashing my tires or like sick about me, then I don't feel like she's really loving me. She's really for me. This is the psychology of the people around me that I still can't seem to comprehend or grasp the reasoning for it. You're like 50 and you're still looking for this type of energy. Why? Right. Explain that to me. Oh, see me, I'm an idiot. Cause I'm a, I'm a flipping on you. <laughs> you gonna flip me with all that negative energy and I'm gonna say something and you gonna laugh and you gonna forget what you mad at. I'm dead serious. You, I'm <laughs> flipping right on you. I'm gonna when you had your little tantrum, do the baby need a bottle and a pamper change after that? And you're going to stop getting mad. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. It is Caribbean culture like that. You know, when I go home to Trinidad, you know, where I'm from, I'm from the, uh, originally from a ghetto area and my aunt still has our family apartment there and I still go back there. You know, it's just strange to come back to how your mother so-and-so, I told you anyone even like cussing and going back and forth, you know, and you're just like, Man, you left these people cussing, you come back, these people cussing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no evolution of the cells. It's still that very ignorant way of like dealing with life. That yeah, is like a still picture. Sometimes it's just the passion in a person. Like, you know, I like to see like sometimes the older couples when they still passionate about what they have, you know. Because it'd be like, oh well, they still got they still got fire in their furnace. Don't, don't, don't play. <laughs> well, I, I just feel like culturally, and even as I'm getting older, men and women, they just like that cloak and dagger energy. They what do you just, mean by that? They just want that super spicy, extra crispy in your face. Make me mad to get a reaction. 
Can you please disrupt these chemicals in my system so I can see purple and blue right now? Sure, baby. You know what I'm saying? Like a roller coaster ride. For some people, chaos becomes a norm. Yeah. True. True. And then and then the system and peace becomes very upsetting for them. They don't it's unnerving for them. They need the drama for peace. That's true. And a lot they of people like weren't raised in stable homes, so they saw yeah. this also as toxic love, and they reflect the same thing moving forward in their own life. Yes, right. right. But listen, is- I haven't even gotten to the dinner meal because we've we have put our elbows in dessert, and we have put our cheekbones into the appetizer. So I'm truly appreciative of that. But let's calmly get into the meal, shall we? Well, while time is still of the essence. So we all speak about how we once were and how we are today. But go back in time to a situation where you had to make a decision to stay or to wait for them to change. And if you could repeat any situation from way back when and put that into a new body today, I repeat, if you can go back to yesteryear to a situation that was monumental, but it didn't, it didn't work. You ended up going left. They ended up going right. Put that same situation into a new body. And I asked the question, if that same situation were to arrive today, do you walk away from it or do you wait for them to change? I, I think that a lot of times When we look at somebody with our heart, we see a different person or chain of events than when we look at them with our head. So that eventually when you when you get to the truth of something and stop, stop explaining it away with your heart, then you're able to make a sound decision. So to answer your question for myself, I would have left the relationship earlier because I explained a lot of things away in my mind until the truth was there where there was no way for me not to see it. Okay. 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 So you say if you replay it in this current time today, you would have left sooner. Yes. Got you. Okay. All righty. Patricia. I was waiting for everybody else to go. <clears throat> so since I got, I'm was in flashback world right now, let me bring myself to 2023. Oh my God, so many things. My God, I even got chills over it. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, because I, now where I stand at my age, right, we love has so many branches. Like I love my kid, regardless of what I instilled in her. And today she is nothing of what I thought she was going to be, right? And that's not compromise. So I love different. Uh, Life has weathered me down and I I see things different. But younger years, wow. I love with a very innocent and naive heart. And I think I still hold that. I don't know what real message I would have given a younger person because I'm so whole with everything I've learned. Right. Um, if anything, I probably would have, I would have felt, or I would have told it to, to know that love is not, love doesn't always come to, to break you apart. I, I don't know, maybe that. <gasps> that was a lot. I don't even have words at this moment. You took me to a place I didn't think I was going to go with this question. Wow. Uh... Well, I'm I'm Ooh, gonna lean in. Patty. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that Patty, you were, you gave your candor, you gave what you could, but I'm also glad that you got a reaction from the question because we're asking listeners to ask the same question of themselves, right? So I'm gonna lean in with my fork. If that monumental situation played out today, I believe I would um I would give them space for them to shed skin and change. I do. I don't think I would have had such a hair trigger on pulling the plug on things when I did. I would have definitely given her time to climatize with the new changes and see how we could have been successful. 
I do. Because way back when I was on different headspace, I was not as mature, not as seasoned, not as experienced, but in this current day I am. So I would I would have given her space so she could have rethought how we got here. And I've also would have done my own reevaluation in myself with her included. And I would have definitely given it longer to formulate instead of eager to call it a day and lick my wounds and move on. Nandy B, what say you about that? Okay. Well, I did have a situation <laughs> and it was with your dad. And if I had to do it all over again, I probably would have did the same thing because every separation is not a separation. It's just space for people to think. When we're underneath of each other all the time, as a couple, you get so engrossed in other people's, taking care of other people's needs that you don't take care of your own. So when I saw there was a time we needed space, not to break up and I say, I don't love you anymore. I don't want to be with you anymore. I just needed space. Okay, I needed space to collect myself. And as I'm looking for this space, he needed space to see how important I was in his life and I'm not there now. Okay, and mm -hmm. then I ran the show. He had he took care of the, the financial part of it, but the, the emotional part and the continuity, that was what I was about, keeping a family together and trying to be all I can be. But to condense what I'm saying is that that separation made us all, even you and the rest of the kids, we all knew our roles. We knew what it was to be, to have, and to have him around and, and he's not there, okay? And we got back together because I needed that space and he needed it too to understand how important we all are not just one person in a in a relationship. Right. Okay. And if I had to do it again, I would. Because okay. men go through a change in life just like women do. Okay. Right. <laughs> Some men, when they go through the change in life, they act ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and and when when you see them going through something that you can't bring them out of it, then you, it's not about them, it's about you because you still have to function while they're in a dysfunction. Right. You understand? And so, yeah, that's okay. mine. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. You're strong for that. I commend you because some women feel rejected by their husbands and they feel like, you know, they've lost attraction. So that's amazing that you were able to rekindle from all that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Stephanie, oh, yeah. Stephanie, what yes. you got? What you got? Yes, yes. the younger me. Um, I gave up kind of quick. Um, if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't. I would do it differently. I would give the person space and time. I would talk more. You know, communication is key. Because back then I didn't know that. And I was just quick to say, you know, it's over. It's over. Now that I'm older, I feel like if you truly, truly love that person and you see something there, to hold on. And try and just try to work things out. Do your part, and you'll see how everything will fall in place. Okay, Roger that. Roger that. Sugar Ray. Man, put the Leonard on that one because I'm <laughs> slipping and dipping all that. I, I, <laughs> I them, this brother right here. I'm not giving him a chance. It was a reason why I left in the first place. And I'm going to still leave the same way. So, <laughs> okay. 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 I mean, hey, you are entitled to how you see it, brother. And I respect, I respect your disposition. Sammy Sam. You know, with, with getting older, you learn, you learn, you learn things. That's just a fact. You know, where I was always very concerned about protecting myself. You know, so instead of talking more, 
I, to protect myself, I would want to leave, you know, and, you know, that attitude is what caused me, you know, the person that I had, had built, you know, had really been in love with, really wanted us to work because I had that attitude, you know, where, you know, I just wanted to break up, you know, because I felt he didn't do this right. We worked it out, came back, you know, he he didn't do something right that I didn't think he didn't, he didn't do, he did something I didn't think he did right, you know, and yes, he agreed with it. But when I was like, okay, let's get back to it and work it out. His attitude was like, no, he doesn't want to work it out, even though he accept what he did, right? you know, but his, his thing is like, because you've done this before, you know, and until he brought that up, I didn't see where he was coming from with that, you know, so Yes, you, you you know, but again, if things hadn't happened the way it did, it wouldn't have taught me about relationships, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just got to be, you know what? Even though, yeah, now I see where I could have done this differently, that had to happen for me to learn. Right, but I asked the question, do you walk away or do you wait for them to change? Sammy said, huh? <laughs> No, the reason why I say Jesus is because it's like, you know what? In the end, you can only do what's what's right for you. Right. You know, and if you just sit in there waiting for somebody to change, if you have been giving them all the signals, you know, and letting them know this is what I need you to change, this is what I need you to do better, you know, you got to walk away because you put all the, the, you know, you have put all the signals out there. Darn it, you like literally you know, rented a plane and, you know, flying across saying, I need you to do this. Right. You know, what, right. if you have put it out there, no plane or no, you know, it cannot be out there any more than what you've done. You know, you can't change them. Okay. Either okay. you accept it, what it is, or walk away. And if they ain't changing, you got to walk. Okay. So you walking. You walking. Okay, I just want to get that out there because you was you brought me and then you stopped, dropped me off. You brought me, then you dropped me <laughs> off, and I'm like, I'm like, let me know where we're going. It's okay, so we, you we, we walking away. That's okay. right. Oh, so these boots is made for walking. Oh my yeah, god, that's just what I do. <laughs> well, look at here. I'm going to impersonate Nandy Bay as I take us home. Okay, let me see how well I do. Time awaits for nobody, and time is of the essence. And we are two months until 2024. And here are six pieces of food that we all should take with us. Number one, let go of what no longer serves you. Number two, number two, find true happiness in your life by enjoying the small things. Number three, embrace the present and ensure that you live in the moment. Uh Number four, Release the old and embrace the new. Number five, it's okay to embrace a fresh start and embark on a new chapter in your life. Oh, yes. yes. And lastly, make sure to live your life in a way that feels right for you. Yes. Beautiful. How well did I do on that, Nandy B.? Uh, well, well, you did good. Done, well, she, done, she had done, to add something to it. I know, I know, yeah, I know she would have added something to it, definitely. <laughs> but hey, as, well, that was good. <laughs> as we come to a close, as we close, there are some listeners, I'm sure, whose stomach is full, 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 shirt busting loose. <laughs> and I'm also sure there are other listeners who feel that this meal was not thick enough, heavy enough, not enough gravy. All I can tell you is this meal is complete. It was awesome. And there are no leftovers at all, my friend. None at all. You know, so sometimes I'm... you got to offer people some leftovers, some doggy bags or something. Hey, hey, next time. <laughs> we'll, we'll do better next time, Sam. We'll do better <laughs> next time. Okay. So until the next time that we break bread, let's keep this conversation going. As you, the listener, are bobbing and weaving through traffic on your way to pick up your boo, pick up your family member, whether you ride an Uber, drive an Uber, Lyft, you name it, or heading at work to be amongst your cohort. But evoking a deeper and a greater conversation is what this space is for. So to all of our followers and all of our listeners, 
we thank you for tuning in. And you best believe the next time it's meal time, that next meal is on us. Thank y'all so much for this great dining conversation. I love y'all much. Let's do it again again in a few days. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. Have a blessed night.